it's time for school days. Hope for moms and dads of school-aged kids. I tell parents, you're like a training wheel on a bike. Your job isn't to make the bike move. Your job is to keep the bike upright. Those of us who are the true educators, we really want to be given the opportunity to educate the whole child. We can get free college degrees based on all of the opportunities that are out here and available to our students. Oftentimes, as parents, I think we want to protect our kids, but I think one of the greatest gifts we can give them is allowing them to experience adversity. Yeah. Here's your host, Danita Bailey. Well, welcome to School Days, help for moms and dads of school-aged kids. I'm Danita Bailey. And I am David Bailey. I am back. I'm I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) You're back, indeed. I'm back. Um, back. COVID-19 has left an indelible mark on the class of 2020. Extracurricular activities have been canceled and events that they've been anticipating for years have been postponed or will look different than they could have ever imagined. This morning, we've invited a group of 12th grade students to talk to us about how their senior year has been impacted by the global pandemic. So Dave, what was your senior year like? First of all, I want to ask, do you remember your commencement ceremony? Not much. Not Um, much. It was... You know, the, I remember the band played. I remember because I was in a band, and I remember playing in the band for three years prior to that, thinking, "Man, this really stinks." <laughs> uh, and then, my plan got to graduate. It was, you know, it was okay. I, I do remember uh, our senior, our our graduation song was "Boys um, to Men." All you parents out there, you know, uh, it's it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Um, that was our senior year song and you guys if you don't uh, uh, our, our guest today uh, check out the song it's a perfect graduation song anyway uh, I went out the afterwards and I remember walking out of the stadium saying this is I don't have to do anything ever again I remember it's like you know you can't make me anymore um, it, it was weird I just walked out saying you know it's just it's strange that you know I don't have to go to class I don't I can do what I want I knew what I was going to do, but it was just weird not having to be forced to do something anymore. Um, that's what I remember the most. But the ceremony, no, nah, it, was, it was pretty dry. Okay. Yeah. I Honestly, I don't remember anything about it except for maybe what I wore. I don't remember who spoke. I don't remember the salutatorian or the valedictorian or anything. I do remember going out to eat afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's the important yeah. things <laughs> i remember uh-huh. i did get my uh my uh my diploma the most important thing yeah i went out with my parents so i kind of felt like a loser oh yeah i mean it was nice <laughs> it was nice yeah i mean but i was like man this stinks oh, oh well you gotta move on where did you go i know uh-huh. your your family was big on red lobster no, yeah, we were, but no, it was a King's Family Restaurant. I hope it's still open. Yeah, King. Yeah, it, it was. It was pretty sad. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over. It. I got over it. I'm good. I'm guessing you didn't go party uh, that night. No. Oh, babe. No. Well, yeah, our lady. Our, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter, hush. <laughs> <laughs> we, we haven't introduced y'all yet. Don't don't be peanut calorie yet. <laughs> okay. Well, without any further ado, let me just say that it does take a village 
If you hear a great parenting tip or nugget of advice, share it with your parent friends. Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, link it in, and add the hashtag School Days Show and hashtag I Am School Days. And also, we do want you to be a part of the show. So if you have any questions or comments um, and you're live with us on Facebook, drop us a question in the comment box and we will do our very best to get to you as soon as possible. So let's go ahead and jump right in. We want to introduce our seniors, some of the people from the senior class of 2020. So let's see, I'm going to start in the order that I see people. Um, I want to know your name, the school that you attend and who you're quarantined with. So let's start with Chris. Hi, everyone. My name is Christopher Rodolph. I attend the Harmony School of Excellence in Dallas, and I'm currently quarantined with my mom and my dad. Okay. Ala? Hi, I'm Ala Rosales. I am, I go to Mansfield Lake Ridge, and I'm quarantined with my mom, my dad, my older brother, and my little sister. Okay. Barakat? Hi, my name is Barakat Alaka, and I'm from Bowie High School, Allentown. I'm quarantined with my mom, my brothers, and my sister. Okay. And Hunter? Hey, I'm Hunter Paris. Um, I am now a graduate of Argyle High School, <laughs> and I am quarantined with my dad, my stepmom, and my little brother. Okay. And Elise. Hi, I'm Elise Holmes, and I go to Centennial High School, and I'm quarantined with my mom, dad, my brother, and my sister. Okay. Awesome. So... I want to know, because I'm pretty curious about what your lives have been looking like for these past, I think we're on 62 days of quarantine. That's incredible. Um, so I would love to know what your school day has been looking like for the last 62 days. Anybody just jump in. Uh, I can I can be really honest with you. I have not been doing much schoolwork because um, <laughs> our GPAs froze uh, last quarter. So, I mean, there's really I just kind of I, I kind of gave up on it a little bit. I did like work for the teachers that I like, but, um, you know, I, I had all A's and B's. So that's what I needed to get. I got it. So, I mean, it's not the best the best mindset to have in the world. But, um, you know, when you can play Xbox all day, every day, why wouldn't you want to do that? So. <laughs> Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, who else? I would have to say for myself, like, doing homework, doing, like, with all my teachers, it's kind of hard. Um, I wake up and I try knocking out at least one class a day, and I that's kind of hard as is because it's just so much work to do. But, I mean, it's just, I'm trying to get it done just to pass the classes at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Okay. I would say that I wait to the middle of the week to start doing my work. So Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays are like my rest days. And I try to complete my work Thursday or Friday and maybe Saturday sometimes. Oh, so you just give yourself like a extended weekend then? Yes, well. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, because if you know you can get your work done in, you know, three days versus trying to spread it out over all the days, then give yourself a little downtime. And some time to release. That's pretty smart. Anybody else? Um, I'm, I'm pretty much like Hunter. I haven't, I've been like really, I guess lazy, but I prefer to say unmotivated. Um, oh, so <laughs> unmotivated right now. I'm like, so unmotivated. Say, 
they froze one um same here they froze their gpas the last quarter is past fail so nothing is really counting but like nope. i just sort of did the bare minimum and that was it so i got what i needed to get done and then i enjoyed myself i have to take one thing away from this, you know? <laughs> no, i i 100% agree with that I don't even know if I did the bare minimum, but I did whatever I did. It's, it's over yeah. now. So, okay, I mean, other than video games, what are y'all doing with your time if you're not doing any schoolwork? It sounds boring. Uh, I watch YouTube. Like, I watch YouTube a lot and I work out. You do, you do what? Watch YouTube and work out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got You're staying fit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good, because I haven't done any of that. I, I've, I've gotten back into it because I started seeing the scale go up higher than I wanted it to. So I was like, oh, I ought to do some workouts. <laughs> okay, what I, else? Uh, video games, working out. Video games, I'd say Netflix for me. Yes, and then, Netflix. Um, like, just using my allowance that I give every month just to go get some fast food and then come back and play more video games and watch Netflix. So oh it's gosh. I've really just been living the life these past couple months. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been awesome. All right. Is anybody else over Netflix? Like, I feel like I've watched everything on Netflix. I'm not being able to get caught up on everything. Like, <laughs> I haven't been able to watch my shows. But even still, um, most of my quarantine has been doing this class for a certification. So between that and then the video games, I mean. Yeah, because yeah. you guys were you guys were pretty busy before um, school got closed. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you know you you had to catch up on some stuff. But what what kind of things were you guys doing before school closed? What extracurricular ac- activities? For me, I was in I was in middle of season for softball, so I was constantly busy playing softball, going to practice, and then coming home and just eating and going to bed. So I was pretty busy just trying to stay focused with softball. Mm-hmm. I was in um, cosmetology, so I had to work in the salon and get hours for the state. So I would stay t- at school till eight some nights. Oh my gosh. That's uh, respect. I had nothing extracurricular going on. Um, football ended, and like I would come home and do the exact same thing I'm doing every day now just get on Xbox and chill. <laughs> <laughs> living your best life <laughs> exactly exactly i was doing um key club science team and also i had an internship retained so i was hunting for my health science practicum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so. i had student council and then i was also the president of nhs and we had a lot of events coming up um and then I think the biggest thing was my one-act competition. We had just moved on. And so there was a lot of practicing for our next competition, which didn't happen. Um, and then also rocketry, we had to do our um, our qualification flights, and we never got to do those. So, oh, man. Do some of you guys feel like all the work you did, or what you were building up to this last semester as far as, and just what you were investing yourselves in, did it feel like it was kind of all for nothing, kind of? A little bit. 
kind of, but not really. I mean, it just kind of makes you more of a stronger person going like working your butt off and then kind of knowing like it came to a stop, but like you're not really done. Yeah. I, I did think, really go ahead. I think I really lucked out because last year I got to do a lot of the things that I would have done this year and I wasn't able to. So like last year I went to Nationals for Rocketry. That was in Washington, DC. Oh, wow. Last year, I actually got to go to prom. It was a junior-senior prom. Um, last year, one act, we advanced all the way to, I think it was regionals. And so this year, we were hoping to go farther. Didn't happen. But just the fact that I was able to do that last year was really great. Wow. Yeah. I had to go to prom, guys. Did you know that? I had to go to my prom. Wow. No, but I knew. Well, it was, I, no, there's a story. There's a story. There's a story. So, but real quick, and my wife's like, really, David? Yes, really. I'm going there. Yes, it's bringing up memories for me. Uh, I was, I was, I was going to go, but my, my school, uh, I met a lot of classmates, but the music, I wasn't feeling it. But uh, MC Hammer was in town that night. He was. Oh, my. Yes, he was. And so I took my, uh, my day, it was a good friend of mine. I asked her to go, call me to the concert so we went to go see mc hammer and boys the man which i told you about earlier um and so that's why we didn't go in my prom yeah but it was good and i i no regrets no regrets there's a girl going to ask my junior but i didn't but besides that i'm good anyway back back to the show okay i was like really <laughs> yes i am like really um elise so you're getting your cosmetology certificate or certification yes yeah. So you were required to be in, you just said you're required to be in the salon a lot. Mm-hmm. So what did you have to do? You still have to get your certificate, your certification. So what did you, what have you been doing to still do what you need on and meet all your requirements? It's um, online hours. So I had to do a lot of assignments and stuff through the workbook. You've been doing assignments through workbook? Yeah. Okay. And what you would normally be doing is doing people's hair, doing people's nails, like hands on. Yeah. Okay. But you're having to do stuff online. And what, what are your, what are your feelings about that? I feel like I'm not going to get the practice I need for the actual salon. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably going to have to get a little more practice in with my hands Mm -hmm. uh, before I go into work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, uh, Ola, I know you were in softball. Yes. Yeah. So your season yes, was still going. And you mentioned you're still having to check in with your coaches. What's that looking like for you? Uh, it's actually kind of fun for me, honestly. Like um, with my select coach, we have a group chat with our teammates and we send in our workout videos. So it'd just be like a small five second clip of us just working out. But I mean, it's just kind of like it's hard because there's not very many areas that are open for us to go work out at and not very many gyms are open. Like they're starting to open up finally. So it's just kind of been like a rocky road trying to go through with softball for us, but it's been kind of fun though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Dave. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, um, so what happened was adjustments to make, um, and we kind of talked about uh, schoolwork a little bit at home and, and um and making adjustments to there um how 
how have you, uh, how have your parents reacted to the cancellation of, of all your activities? Like, how have they reacted to all of this? I know, because, I mean, because it's not just you, but everything that, you know, they have been looking forward to as well. So how has that been for you guys? I think they for just, me? go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, like, for my parents, they're just more supportive, mm-hmm. like, trying to just support me and just making sure, like, I'm okay, because, like, it's a lot for our senior to intake, knowing that a lot of our stuff has been taken away from us this spring. Um, but, and the and at the same time, it's like, they're kind of upset that like our prom's been canceled. And it's just been a very chaotic, chaotic for us to go to graduation. And so. Yeah, I, I can speak on that. Um, I think my parents have been really, you know, I don't know what the word is for it, but they've just been like kind of feeling bad for me, you know, and they haven't really like been all that upset, but they they just feel for me because they know it was, it's a big year. Like it's the biggest year in high school. So mm-hmm. they, they definitely feel really bad that it all happened. I think my parents have just been putting in a really large effort to make it up to me. Um, I know my mom is trying to plan like a drive-by celebration, some sort of thing. Um, And so it's just kind of little stuff like that. Um, Sympathetic is I think the word you're looking for. Like they're just, they're just trying to make it up. They feel right. Right. It's not just your parents. We all feel bad for y'all. Remembering our senior years and, and, and the things that we were able to do that you guys are unfortunately not able to do um but you're chilling we weren't able to chill our senior years (laughs) we weren't able to watch play video games and watch net we did there was no netflix my senior year (laughs) but we weren't able to watch tv all day and stuff we we had to continue to work so um there's a little bit of consolation there that you guys get to relax before you go off to your uh your lives in the fall and whatever it is that you're gonna do um Ala, you mentioned just a little bit briefly that um, you've struggled with getting your work done. Can you talk a little bit how about how that's been impacting you not being at school? Yeah, um, I have dyslexia, so it's really hard for my teachers to follow my 504 doing that we're doing classes online. So it's just kind of like, it's kind of frustrating because there's times that I do need the help, like on testings that some of my teachers don't really know how to do that mm-hmm. and some teachers do and so um once a week I do have a call with my dyslexia teacher and just talking about my schoolwork or if I need help with some schoolwork she'll help me um get some schoolwork done or read a test to me but I mean overall it's just kind of more difficult because it's harder for me to focus just being at home and not being like in a classroom with nothing on the walls for me to look at mm-hmm. so I'm able to focus mm-hmm. yeah um, and Elise, I think you said that you've been, how, how long are your days normally? Um, 7.30 or 8 to like midnight if I'm doing cosmetology that day. And what does that entail? What's going on for that long period of time? <laughs> um, I'm just trying, I was trying to make up my hours. As of Saturday, I finished it. So I'm good now. Um. But I was just trying to get on all my hours because by the end of this year, I had to have a thousand hours of 
um, either online or practical work. Oh my gosh. But you got it all. Yeah. On Saturday. Okay, great. Good Lord. And so it's been, has it been straight two months of doing that schedule? Basically. Oh, girl. Oh, my goodness. So That I, is a grind. I know. Yeah. I give you props for that, Elise. Thank you. Yeah, I wake up at 2 every day, so. PM. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you guys say that because almost all of my students um, have totally flipped their schedule, so they sleep all day and they're up all night. They, almost every student that I have, is, that's what they do now. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I, would, I, I offered... Uh, no, I would offer classes and, you know, I did on live sessions uh, twice a day. I'd offer like at nine in the morning and like at three and four. Almost nobody got on in the morning. Then like everybody would jump on in the afternoon. I like, got the three o'clock session. You know, I said, yeah, I'm just, I'm just waking up. I'm just waking up, Mr. Bailey. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, um, let me ask you this. Have you guys had teachers, uh, have you guys had any direct instruction from your teachers during this time? So I have. Chris, you can go. Has, hmm? It hasn't go. been like direct instruction, more like um, they have virtual office hours. If we have any questions, then we can contact them about it. Um, and so I've jumped in like the physics call and like my teacher would just be sitting there bored because no one else <laughs> is in there. But Oh, um, man. I'd say that's about it. I mean, just because I have dyslexia, my teacher, some of my teachers do have just a one-on-one call with me so we can talk and get my schoolwork done. But that's, yeah. How about you other guys? Like, have you had, like, them teach you, like, you've been taught a lesson from your teacher virtually? So I would say my pre-cal teacher, um, she's, she's done a really good job um <clears throat> helping out she puts videos in classroom every day going over notes like she would in class uh, but the rest of the teachers like they're all like senior year teachers like all the subjects that you have to learn your senior year and they're like guys we know you're almost done so they just slap up a question on a google doc we answer <laughs> it and then we're done so i mean th- this last quarter even if we were in school i don't think i would have learned a lot because it's just like that uh, senioritis. Oh, my gosh. Senioritis is so real. (laughs) I do remember that clearly. I've been on one-on-one calls on Zoom for AP testing. So my teachers just, like, explain the concept I don't understand. And, like, they schedule a time for me to go on. And they talk to me about it. So that's for more AP classes. Something that uh, my teachers have done too. Like, they say if you want to like talk about something, even though they're just slapping up a question up there, like if you want to talk about this or that, then you, you can schedule like a, a WebEx meeting with them. Gotcha. And I've done that. Ju- I've done that just to talk to my teachers. Like, I don't. You miss them? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially all the coaches, because I had a yeah. lot of coaches that were teachers and stuff like that. It's just sad. It was really cool to get to see him all yesterday, though. That was awesome. Mm, yeah. Um, I actually but- forgot, though. Um, so the same AP physics teacher, um, bef- when this all, like, started, like, the first two weeks or so, he would actually upload YouTube videos of him explaining our topic. And, like, they, 
they were really funny because our teacher he he's really like one of us like he's really childish but like he (laughs) (laughs) but it's just it's so funny watching him do the videos because he's also really social awkward socially awkward um but yeah that was that was great um and it was really great being able to see him yeah i have a teacher exactly like that and he he slapped up a video like week two and like people were taking videos of it posting up on twitter and it was just legendary i did it myself actually so i think at one point during his video someone had went into his apartment and went into his apartment like someone he didn't know they had got into the wrong oh, room my. and he was just like oh someone just broke into my apartment i'll be right back oh my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> he walked into the wrong apartment <laughs> and he was just like laughing about it a little bit but oh it was funny hey dave haven't your students been making memes of you oh yeah oh it, it was it was it was horrible um wow but, yeah uh they would take my face and like it just snapshot me and then uh then they would distort my face <laughs> it was horrible i mean they did it all the time but i didn't know about it because you know i was on social media all like that with where they are and so but then uh they said they've been they would say look mr bay look at this like really 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 and they just thought it was hilarious yeah, I mean, I, I got into they, they were pretty funny, but it's just like because you just you don't know what kids are doing to you, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's y'all just messing with us, and so uh, I, I was like, okay, yeah, but they, yeah, then they would put it all over the place, and you know, but it's all good. Maybe if we have a time at the end, I'll, I'll show you one of the pictures that they did with you. Please, <laughs> we'll post that I'm on sh- um, Noggin Educational sure we'll Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> So let me switch gears a little bit. I really want to know how how COVID-19 has impacted you guys personally. I mean, obviously, we've had the closure of schools, so that's been the biggest impact. But do you guys know anybody that has contracted it? And, um, you know, what are your what are your family members that you're quarantined with having to, you know, are they leaving for work? You know, are are there any concerns there? I know I just asked a bunch of questions, but. How has COVID-19 personally impacted you guys? Um, Uh, Go ahead, Elise. Okay. Uh, My mom actually had it for a little bit. um, And she got it from her work. Oh, she got it from work? What does she do? She is a financial advisor for an insurance company. Okay. So there was somebody at work that had COVID and she contracted it from them? yeah okay how was that at home pretty weird um she pretty much stayed locked up in her room the whole day so i didn't really get to see much of her mm-hmm. that's got to be a little scary yeah. Um, yeah i i have asthma so my parents kind of locked me in i was in probably my house and didn't leave my house or go outside of my house for probably a solid 20 days at one point mm-hmm I can completely agree um, and, with that. Yeah. And um, my mom, she's a nurse at uh, Baylor Dallas. Danita, you know this. Um, yeah, she works down there and she's being really precautious because she sees it every day. She works on floor seven and all the COVID patients are on floor four. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she passes by it every day and I thank her for going into work every day. 
mm. helping out. But yeah, it's it's been scary just just thinking about it because if I get it, there's a great possibility that I don't make it out. Mm. Mm. Um, what what kind of precautions have uh, has your mom been using as a nurse to you know keep you guys safe in the house? Because you have a brother too, right? Um, well, I can't leave the house. Like I I couldn't see my girlfriend at one point, um, but on the down low, like I, 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 I got to see her. She didn't know that, but I got to see her. Um, and you know, if I, if I would have gotten it from her, then she, uh, she would have felt so bad and I would have felt so bad, but I didn't get it. So I'm good, but it's still um, out there. Just so you know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not gone, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, uh, just been staying in the house. Like I can, I can play video games all day, man. So it, it really hasn't been too hard on me. Is she doing, is your mom doing anything special when she comes into the house to make sure that, you know, she doesn't contaminate you guys from being at the actually, hospital? So, um, I actually haven't been around her when she gets home after work. Like I just stay in my room. I think she immediately takes off her scrubs and stuff. I don't know. I think, I think that's what she does in the garage and then mm-hmm. she washes it, takes it in a, in a plastic bag and washes it, I think mm-hmm. immediately. But, um, you know, she's not like a nurse that's helping with covid she's she's doing the babies so and there, there hasn't been a coronavirus baby yet and you know once i uh or she says once that they if they ever get one then i'm just gonna have to come to my dad's house and stay there mm-hmm. yeah um elise what kind of things did you guys have to do as a precaution i know you said your mom stayed in the in the, her room um, but you know, she had to eat and all of those other things. So what did you guys do? Um, a lot of hand sanitizing, mm-hmm. um, but there's really no way that we could, cause we're all staying in the same house, you know, we all had to eat and stuff. So there really was no way we could like be permanently separated. Yeah. But you were able to contain time. it with just your mom. Uh-oh, she froze. Oh, you were able to uh, contain it with just your mom, or did anybody else show any symptoms? She I froze. Did. Wait, you froze, and you're back again. <laughs> oh, I did? Yeah. What did you say? Um, my dad got it a little bit, but he didn't get it as bad as my mom did. Okay. Gotcha. And I was, I like when it first came out, like I started taking it seriously when they shut the NBA down. Like I was watching the Mavs game live <laughs> and they, they shut it down, but the players that had it weren't showing any symptoms. So I was like, it's, it's like, a, it's got to be fake or something. But, you know, it's, it's very real as we've seen with, you know, I uh, like people close to us are dying. And I had a family friend that died the other day and, you know, it's sad, but um, I just hope everybody stays safe. Yeah. Anybody else personally touched by COVID? So someone at my job actually had it. And they, um, when they had found out, everybody who had worked, who was at some point in the same building at that person, um, within like that week or when they started showing symptoms, um, they were put on a two-week quarantine. So I was one of those people. 
Mm. And I think it was also at that point that I knew it's like, okay, I should definitely like, definitely like step back because I also have asthma and then both of my parents are at risk. So I stopped working and I'm going to go back on June um, only because they've taken a lot more safety precautions. Um, and that was when it had like first started. So no one really, they, people were kind of in between on believing it or not. Um, and it just wasn't like all that serious. Yeah. And then also when we had first got back from Florida, um, I had gotten a little sick, but I don't think it was that, but my dad had gotten sick. And so that was pretty serious, mm. but he never believed it. He never got tested and he just went to work, which we, my, both my mom and I were mad at him for that, but he got over it. So. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, let's talk, Dave. Are you still with me, Dave? I, I am. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I am. Um, I'm still here. I'm, I'm getting bombarded from my, my school. I still have school responsibilities and today's movie, movie day for my students. And like, apparently I, I was a leader of this thing and didn't know it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still, I'm still here. But yes, just real, real life and real talk. Anyway, um, so, um, so Great. when graduation, yeah, so, so I know some, some of you guys are hitting, hitting graduation. Hunter, you already had yours. Um, share with us real quick to sound what's your graduation, how's graduation going to be looking for your school? My graduation is going to be in June at the AT&T Stadium. I think they are taking measures. I believe they're taking measures for distance, um, social distancing and maybe wearing gloves and masks. Okay. Will you wear a mask? Yes, I will. You will? Okay. <laughs> um, um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Ola. Um, I know for us, um, the Mansfield um, area, we're doing our graduation at the Global um, Global Stadium. Global Life Stadium. So I think, yeah. And I think that's actually pretty cool because we're on the field before the Rangers actually are. So, right. Yeah, but they're taking like all the precautions. I know. We just got yeah. told that we're every family from my school at least are allowed to bring five five guests with them. So, okay. Uh, for yeah, those- that is so dope. Like, I just, yeah, I just want to acknowledge that that's that's like one of the first things to ever happen in that stadium. First off, they didn't even need a new stadium, but the fact that they have one is just awesome. <laughs> for real. Yeah, for those. It's like it's covered, so I mean. Yeah, for real. For those that don't know that are not in Texas and not in Dallas, this is the new Rangers stadium that hasn't opened yet. It was supposed to have already opened, correct? Uh, but yes. then we yeah, got quarantined. Was- so this these graduations are going to be the first events that will be in this new stadium. So everybody's yeah, pretty would- pumped about that. I was supposed to be there opening day, like March 26 or something. And mm. Oh, wow. Messed it up. Yeah. Hey. Uh, let's see. Chris, your graduation. Yeah, so or our lacking. graduation was canceled. Yeah. We are doing a virtual graduation or what Harmony considers a virtual graduation. And, and I think they are doing it pretty much everywhere else that they're having a virtual one. Um, but it really is just a slideshow. Uh, they're gonna like show our picture a little message that we want 
um, say our name and that's about it. Mm. And what are your feelings about that? Because we mentioned that you are the salutatorian. Actually, did we talk about that on the recording or... I don't know. We were talking beforehand too. I don't think so. So yeah, yeah, you're the salutatorian. So you've been working towards this for a while. Yeah. And I think that's the part that sucks the most. Um, Just not being able to give that speech live. And then also not being able to like, like, I feel like it's just such a different feeling being able to be on the stage in front of all your family and friends instead of like sending them a video to watch yeah um just seeing them seeing you speech from a phone or from a screen on your phone like it's just such a different feeling and then being on the stage being able to see their reactions being able to hear them cheer for you and everything like it's a moment to be proud and it's just kind of got to take it away take it away from you yeah. yeah, I feel bad for you on that, man. Um, we had ours yesterday, and originally the valedictorian and salutatorian um, were supposed to have a video so they could play it on the big screen, but they ended up uh, and were able to give it at the ceremony, which was awesome, getting to hear them talk. And I, I, I really feel for you, bro, because that, that has to suck. And I guarantee you would have a better speech than our salutatorian because his speech was <laughs> god-awful. <laughs> Um, yeah so i I feel bad for you hey y'all we're gonna take a quick break and when we return from the break we'll talk to our senior class of 2020 about the impact of covid19 on their senior year we're back and today we're talking to the senior class of 2020 and the impact of covid19 and the global pandemic on their senior year. And what we were doing before the break as we were talking about uh, what our graduation ceremonies are going to look like. Elise. Oh, okay. Um, we are actually having it in the Globe Life Theater um, in June. And it's just going to be like a kind of like a social distancing thing. We're only allowed to bring 10 people and they have to be seated separately from the other families. Okay. Um, so, Hunter, David and I actually watched your ceremony. Uh, we've known you for a little while, so that was we really wanted Hi. to see yours. And we um, watched yours on our TV in our living room because it was streamed live on YouTube. So uh, tell us what yours was like and where it was. Okay, so mine was at Texas Motor Speedway um, yesterday. Um, and I actually work out there at a go-kart place. So, um, my, uh, the people that worked at the go-kart place, it's just starting up. So they wanted me to spread the word so they can get some business in there. But, um, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was really cool. We, um, we parked in the infield, the graduates parked in the infield and we walked in to where they would usually fix cars on the, uh, um, in the NASCAR infield, like where they, where they fix the NASCAR cars. And uh, they like split us up like by uh, last name. So um, like all the P's together, all the A's were together, you know. And so they did that. And then they brought us out um, in two lines right next to each other. And we sat on the track and we got a, had a huge view of the big board. And then our parents were all the way on the other side, right in front of the big board. Hmm. Um, 
and so like if it, like my parents were honking whenever uh, I walked the stage and you could hear them. I, I didn't hear them, <laughs> but they said they were honking. I was thinking about other things when I was walking the stage, but yeah, um, it was a really cool experience. Um, we were supposed to have it originally at UNT. That's where usually all the um, graduations or all the high schools around here do it. Um, and we couldn't do it there um, because of the circumstances right now. But I wouldn't change what we did yesterday for the world. That was awesome. Uh, so what were you thinking about when you were crossing the stage? You said you were thinking about other things. I would, I, I, it was just, it, it was like, I'm sure they'll feel it too. It's just shock that, mm-hmm. you know, like it's all over, you know, like it was just, it was a surreal moment. Um, because you know, you don't think freshman, sophomore, even junior year, you don't even think about it. I had never thought about it until senior year. And when it finally happened, it, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I'm excited. I got to do it. Um, we thought we weren't going to get to do it and I'm really excited. It got to happen. Yeah. Very cool. So, so what, what are you, uh, for everyone, what are your plans for the fall and what are your concerns about, uh, COVID-19 impact now? Um, so I'm headed to UNT in the fall. Um, and I'm really concerned that, um, fall sports are going to get canceled. That's at the top of my list right now. I really don't like if the NFL comes back with no fans or just college. Like if, if I'm at a dorm, like if I'm on campus and I can't go to a football game, I'm going to be a little bummed out. Like, cause everybody goes to football games when you're in college. So I'd be especially bummed out for that. And for everybody, so just, so everybody doesn't have a context here. Why? This is so big for hunters. Hunter wants to go into sports journalism, and um, so sports. He le- eats, sleeps, and breathes sports. Sure. And uh, and so uh, anyway, this kind of little backdrop there. I'm like, go go ahead, guy. I was just gonna say same here though. Um, I'm a huge football fan. I'm gonna be going to UT Austin. Hook them. And I think that was like one of the first things on my bucket list, being able to go to a Longhorns game and like see them play on the field. And so, but now I'm facing the fact that like I may not even be on campus next semester. And so that fact alone is just really sort of frightening. We find out end of June whether or not we'll be on campus or if it'll be online. But yeah, it's definitely scary be honest with you, I've been a Texas Longhorns fan my whole life. Um, just didn't have the right grades to get in there, but I'm still a huge Longhorn fan. And uh, um, I really hope that we can go to college next semester and you can watch Texas play on the field. Um, for me, I'm going to Lubbock Christian University. Um, and I'll be down the road from Tech. And I'm just like, as of right now, like we, everything is still going on schedule. Like we'll be starting school on time. But it's just like I'm a big football person, so like I was really excited to just go to Tech game, and I'm just hoping that can kind of stay on track as well for us. And what about playing? Uh, we start. I might. We're. Let me take that back. So our coach has been keeping up, keeping us updated with everything, and everything is still going as planned as season for us. But they are talking about taking a couple games away from us, about uh, I believe twelve games out of our season. 
And so we're trying to fight against that because that's a lot of games for us to be missing out on in our season. So when does the softball season start? We have fall ball, which I'm not sure when that starts, but I believe that's after a little after football season starts. Um, But we start spring ball and that is a little after December that we start spring ball. Okay. And they're talking about taking 12 of our games out of our conference because of the D1 schools. So whatever D1 schools do, we have to follow along with them. Okay. And, and I don't know if people are talking about this enough. I don't think they are. Um, there are kids at my school that have been committed to play baseball. I, one kid, for example, he's committed to go um, be a catcher at Houston. And his scholarship and his offer got pulled away. Oh, because, um, yeah. Really? So, yeah, so, yeah, so they, is, yeah. Can I? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead, yeah. Okay, so what it is since that they gave the release that for, um, seniors that were graduating college this year can come back and play. So what they're doing is giving their 2021 scholarships back to the seniors so that they're able to still come back and play. So the, so the 2021 students will lose their scholarships. Yeah. Or seniors so, come back. Yeah, so that – that poor guy, um, it was a really good opportunity because he was offered as a sophomore and he hadn't gotten other looks since that. And now he has to go the junior college route. And that's not a terrible route, but, I mean, when you're committed to go play Division One baseball and that just gets taken away from you, you just have to feel bad for him. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad for them, honestly, because mm-hmm. a lot of them work their butts off to – Oh, yeah. Like, just even just make it to the college level. Exactly. And – is taken away from them, so. And it's something that's completely out of their control, too. Nothing mm-hmm. that they can control. Too. Exactly. And he he first announced it on Twitter that he decommitted, but, I mean, that's kind of just a cover-up. And he, he told me later on that he didn't have a choice. He would never have done that, but he didn't have a choice. Mm. That's horrible. It's sad. It really is. Hey, Elise, what are your fall plans? Um... I am going to take my state tests over the summer uh, to get my official license for cosmetology, and then I'm just going to go straight into the working field. Um, do you have any concerns? You know, now in Texas, at least, they've just um, released or they've just opened up salons and um, massage places and things like that. How do you feel about, you know, the disease still being out there and working on clients? I'm kind of nervous about it because if they do come in and they don't know that they have it yet, then it can spread pretty easily because you're up, you're against them, like you're touching them, you're fixing their hair, you're giving them a massage, doing their nails, and it's kind of hard to social distance when you have to be right there. Mm-hmm. What kind of precautions do you think that you'll take when you start working? Um, they have a lot of new, like the state has a lot of new precautions that you have to take legally. Um, which is like wearing gloves when you can and um, washing your hands after every client. Um, you have to use a new pair of gloves on every client and a new comb and everything like how it was before, but like extra precautions. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I feel like the gloves makes it a little, um, 
kind of gives people a false sense of security, I think, with uh, people wearing gloves. And people don't realize you got to take off your gloves every time you go to a new place. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. you're just spreading the germs everywhere. So um, I don't understand that at all. Like these fast food people are wearing gloves and stuff and they take your card, swipe it, and then they take the next card, swipe it like their germs are on that card mm-hmm. and you have right. the same glove in your tongue. Right. Like makes no sense. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A does it the best out of all of them. Oh, really? Uh, My niece works see, at Chick-fil-A. I, I work at Chick-fil-A, but and they make us wear the same gloves and I know like it's not doing like if anything it's protecting us but it's still putting the customers in danger but like the only way to really prevent that would be for like after every single order right taking off your gloves putting on new gloves but then you also have to think about oh one of the biggest goals at Chick-fil-A is to give everybody a fast experience we want we don't want people sitting in the line very long getting frustrated yeah and so if you take an order and you have to take off your gloves and then you have to take them off correctly because if you don't then you're still just exactly defeating the purpose of wearing them um and so going through all of that that whole process it's really time consuming so it's it's definitely a tricky situation to work out Hey, but I think Chick Fil A does it the best because they bring their 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 chip reader out and they yeah. just hold it and then you yeah. put it in. Um, but I went, dude. I made the mistake of going on Long John Silver's the other day, and um, <laughs> lady's wearing no gloves. She's handing me my large sweet tea with her bare hands. It's like really. Oh, you cracked me up! Oh man, man. I feel like, um, are you supposed to be wearing gloves or something? I yeah, mean, I just, should have said something. Um, but you ate it, anyway. though, didn't you? What did you say? You oh, still ate it. It was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> John Silver's underrated. But. No, it's not. I understand. I remember. I haven't had it in a long time, but I can remember the vinegar that they give you with the little crispy things. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it's, it's very good. yummy. I wouldn't eat it now, though, especially now that you're... <laughs> <laughs> telling me they're not very, being very safe. I don't want them coming after me. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. So if, let's say, for example, um, if you're going to a school and, and I mean, if, if you're, if, if plans change and they say, okay, we're not coming back to campus in the fall, um, will you still take classes virtually with them? Like, I know, like, you know, there's uh, scholarships and 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 but if you're not on scholarship, like will that make you? You know what? If I'm going to pay all this money and not, not even physically be there, would that impact like where you take your course at? Or if I can get my basic, yeah, yeah, it does for sure. I am if if UNT shuts down, it's not worth to pay that extra money to take online classes there. Um, I would just go to NCTC or to North Central Texas Community College mm-hmm. um, and just take online classes a lot cheaper there and. Um, I would already be doing that, but I wanted the I wanted the dorm experience first year. Oh, absolutely! And to to experience it, and my dorm is six minutes away from my house, but my dad wants me to do it, and I'm I'm really excited about it. So, also, I'll be going to UNT in the fall, and they already canceled orientation, which I'm really sad about. So, I'm hoping they don't cancel uh, regular classes, the traditional classes we're going to have in fall. But if they do, I'll actually go to TCC the Tarrant Community College, mm. and maybe just get a year there and transfer back to UNT. 
Okay. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be a huge influx of people. I, I, exactly. I predict it's going to be a huge, like community college is going to get a huge influx of students. Yeah. Um, already. Well, they will. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago, me and my friends were seriously thinking, like all my friends are going to Texas A&M, Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, like all these places. And I'm just going to UNT. And so everybody's like complaining, oh, I got to stay home for a year. Like it'd basically be like high school because we'd <laughs> all still be in the same town and we'd all be taking the same classes if we're because we'd be doing it at uh, NCTC. But mm. I think. For me, I would definitely, I would definitely stay at UT Austin and take the online courses only because um, there was it took a lot to actually get in. Like I fought really hard to get into yeah. that top six percent, especially considering my class is only sixty people. Mm. And so getting in was a huge blessing, and I don't want to do anything that might mess that up. Also, the Cochrane School of Engineering is really hard to get into. Um, so I definitely just stick with the online courses. It will help with the cost because a lot of the cost of attendance came from housing. And so we won't have to do that if it's online. But um, but yeah, but I do know like my friend, he got accepted into Princeton and he told me straight up, like if they are not going to be on campus next semester, he's gonna defer, he's gonna try to defer his acceptance to next semester or next year and just come in late. Can, so can you defer and still take classes, like maybe take your core classes while you're doing that, do you know? So with him, because it's Princeton, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. And then for me, I'm not entirely sure if UC Austin has a deferment mm. option. I think you do have to just like sort of accept the admission or not. Um, but I think if he did, I think if he wanted to take classes, I don't think they would accept it. They're really strict about their credits and everything. Yeah, so. that's understandable. All right. Well, we do want to end on a positive note. Um, what good things have come out of quarantine for you guys? Other than playing video games all day and catching up on <laughs> your Netflix. <laughs> we know I, that much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think it's just being able to spend more time with family. Um, and, you know, this whole thing has just taught me to not take anything for granted uh, because I left my last day at school was March 6th and I thought I would have nine more weeks in that school and I have, I had no more days in school. So it, it just taught me to be grateful for everything and don't take anything for granted. I agree with that. 100%. Definitely family time. Thanks. For me, it just like kind of brought my brought myself closer to God. Just being able to have that more quiet time and more time just to spend getting to read my Bible and to be just closer with Him, and then also just spending time with my family. Like every night, I feel like we watch movies on the couch, just so that we have some time together. Mm -hmm. So, and I just learned not to like take anything for granted. Like the last memory I have of playing high school softball was in our tournament. Well, not our tournament. It was actually our last district game, and not even knowing, and I couldn't even play that game because I was injured. So oh. it was just like trying to just enjoy every moment. I think one of the greatest things for me was just that it made me realize how blessed I was to have the moments in my senior year that I did. Like before all this, we 
I just I went on so many adventures with my friends. We had a really great time. And it was honestly one of the best years of my whole entire high school experience. And so just reflecting on that and seeing how truly amazing it was. And also the fact that I got to actually go on my senior trip right before it hit. So we had went to Disney World in Florida. And so that was so amazing being able to be there for a whole week with all my friends. Um, and so just enjoying that. Um, this experience has just amplified that feeling, you know? And, you know, like, before this happened, um, I would always think, like, about how junior year was so much better. I, like, junior year is probably my favorite year of high school, but I look back at it these past couple of weeks and, like, senior year was awesome, and I just hadn't recognized it yet. Like, it was amazing. And I had a lot of good experiences and times, and it's just really sad that it got cut short. Yeah. yeah for sure. Oh, I'm feeling for you guys. Oh, got me welling up over here. Well, we think you guys are all amazing. Um, yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I think that this is something you, you – we've been – as not as you know as adults we've been very curious about how you guys have been doing this year because you know we know what this year is supposed to be like for you guys and it has uh, been completely reimagined um and we feel for you we feel for you um and you know we wanted something different for you i'm glad that the districts are trying to um give you guys something and i love that you guys have had parades some of you and drive-bys and i know that i've seen um principals have been going to you know spending an entire day or two days going to all the seniors houses and putting um signs in the yards and things like that so i'm glad that this the school districts have tried to make it special for you guys right um and I got to commend REL ISD. They've just done, they've just done a really great job in making us feel like um, we're special, and you know that was really that was really nice for them to do. So they did a great job. Yeah, real quick, anything special that uh, your school has done? So to yeah. make your go ahead. My district and some other district they started a Facebook page, which is Adopted Senior. So families get to adopt a senior and ask them what they want and surprise them and bring it up. Um, many people, my friends, I've gotten a lot of things. I just got adopted last year. So oh, I'm awesome. Wow. <laughs> cool. Yeah, my school did the same, um, the adopted senior thing. And I actually hadn't put my profile up yet, but one of my um, favorite teachers, she was actually a principal. She had, um, we had her like maybe two years ago, and she just popped up and was like, hey, I want to adopt Christopher. I was like, Oh, snap. <laughs> um, so that was really great. And then, um, and yeah. Yeah, for sure. The Adopt-A-Senior one has actually just been a lot of fun. I know I've been, I've had the Adopt-A-Senior and I got adopted by two of my two close people I know. Um, and then I adopted two of my friends. And it was just, it was, it's a lot of fun. And I like that. Our district, is, I, bleh, our district has done that for us. Awesome. Well, uh, there's a couple of things I wanted to tell you guys, first of all. Um, don't forget, if you are anywhere near a Krispy Kreme today and today only. Today. 
the 2020 sure, yes, graduates, if you bring in your cap and gown or just your cap or something that signifies that you're a senior, you get a free graduate dozen from Krispy Kreme. So dozen, a I'm gonna dozen. Go. I'm going right after this. Hey, right after this. <laughs> Closest Krispy Kreme is like 30 minutes away. I'm heading that way now. I put right before this, I put my 2020 sweater in the washing and dryer. And oh, after this, I was going to put it on the show over there. Go get you some Krispy Kreme. Y'all are close to I got to drive 30 minutes. It'll be worth it. I'm not really sure. Right. Um, and then the other thing is we wanted to do something special for you. Several of our school days viewers and listeners adopted you guys. And so we are or they are giving each of you a $25 Amazon e-gift card. Wow. I, I really appreciate that. Really Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you. So happy graduation. And you guys just go out there and... And do your thing. We're excited about uh, your futures, and we're excited about where you guys are going to go. Yeah, we're, we're so, um, you know, we really care about students, and we care about, um, this, this is why we do what we do. And, you know, we, uh, we're grateful for you guys. You know, this is a season of life you will never, ever forget. So one day when you tell uh, your uh, grandkids about, tell us about, you know, the COVID-19 thing. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but, but this is something that you'll never forget. And, um, and, you know, there's going to be great opportunities that can come out of this. If you're looking at it through the right lens um, to just me, this is going to change how we do life, how everything's going to change. And so uh, if you have an open mind to what can be out there for you and there's just many new industries, new what new ways of doing things that haven't been done before because we have to change, that this can be a great season of life for you. So um, I know it, you know, it, that's a little disappointing, um, but look at the opportunities that are in front of you. And, uh, you know, our prayer for all of you guys that you just run with it and, and be all you can be and be wise. Uh, please don't feel like you're invincible um, when you're out there in the public because you're not. <laughs> uh, but but with that said, that uh, we just we, we want the best for you guys, and we're so honored that you guys took some time to come out to be be on the show today. So thank you. And one last word from one of our viewers that's on the Facebook Live from April. She said, "Congratulations, class of 2020. You are history makers. Praying blessings upon blessings for each of you. That's a good last word." All right. Well, as always, we want to tell you about what's going on with Noggin Educational Foundation. Noggin Educational Foundation is the premier sponsor of School Days. So we always want to let you guys know know what's going on with them, with us. Our mission is to help close the achievement gap for economically disadvantaged children by improving educational opportunities for students, supporting families, and encouraging excellence and innovation in the classroom. School Days is part of our commitment to support families by providing access to experts who offer information and resources regarding all topics that impact education. If you would love if you love this program, please consider donating to Noggin. Your gift will be tax deductible. Head to our website schooldazedshow.com to give today.
And as always, head to our website, schooldaysshow.com for more information about all that we're doing and for all the resources that we mention here on School Days. And remember, you don't ever have to miss a show. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Play Music, and pretty much anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noggin Foundation. That's N-O-G-G-I-N. And last but not least, David and always David and I always want to end the show by saying that we are parenting by grace. We depend on God to give us the wisdom and strength that we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. And if you would like to know more about that, please email us at info at schooldaysshow.com. Have a great week and stay safe. School Dazed is sponsored by Noggin Educational Foundation. At Noggin, we provide free educational resources to students from low-income families and support to their parents like the preceding broadcast. School Days is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. Please consider donating to Noggin at Noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N, foundation.org.